Who wants, Daddy, who wants a pot of coffee? I just make coffee. You want a cup of coffee? Sure, there you go. Who wants coffee? Anybody else want coffee? Who wants coffee? And now, it's time for the man with the caffeine. The new tropics for the brain. It's Coffee with Mike. Hang in, hang tight, grab your cup, and let's get this thing started. Hello. I know that's usually a little different than I usually do it, but hello. Welcome to Java Chat. This is Coffee with Mike. Today, I actually have one of my business partners here. This is Dan on the, uh, on the left, your, your left, my right, the whatever. We're just kind of hang out today. Um, we've been working on a whole bunch of stuff and, and we wanted to kind of chat a little bit so you guys kind of understand who we are and where we come from, um, what we're about. Um, Dan's actually been on the podcast before and this was before we actually ever connected as um, actual partners. Uh, we did that, um, geez, that was done like 2019, I think you were on the, the, the podcast that, that long ago. Yeah, it was that. And then initially, once uh, once COVID hit, I think we had done a podcast a few months in. Yeah, and then um, in May of last year, we decided to partner up. Um, <clears throat> There's actually about five of us. Um, the other three are doing their thing right now. Um, Dan and I are... are probably the most integrated into everything that's going on so um before we get started you're hearing this it's thanksgiving um move this to tomorrow <laughs> please i'll i'll say it for those of you that are listening later i hope you had a great thanksgiving if you're listening to it on thanksgiving go spend time with your family please um all the best to you and have a have a very wonderful time whether you celebrate thanksgiving or not uh, <clears throat> just go spend time with your family <clears throat> or a loved one or a friend or you know go hang out with your dog do something for you uh, this is something that Dan and I have been discussing a lot lately around um, self-growth self-improvement and some of the things that we've we've had to change in ourselves in order to be able to be better for um, better for our partners better for each other better for our families you know better for business obviously and our clients um and it's it's been a it's been a journey for both of us. Uh, I'm actually me being 50 now and still going through this journey. It's like some days, Dan. I wonder if I'm giving you anything for to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's always something to look forward to. You just yeah. have to find it. Um, Dan is um, decidedly younger than I am. Um, we won't we won't let his age out i i put it out there because i could give a shit um being being 50 honestly has not really i think i had one solid pause um to the realization that i've actually made uh 50 years on this planet uh and i'm, I'm still healthy i mean I'm, i have my allergies but i mean i'm still healthy for the most part i can still work out i can still take care of my still take care of my family etc cetera, etc cetera. um and i can still be partners with with good people um that said uh the journey in of itself over the last couple of years has been very challenging because on java chat we do our best to stay neutral <clears throat> with a lot of different subjects um especially with a lot of the stuff that's been going on 
Um, and Dan and I have numerous conversations. We, we have a lot of uh, discussions around what's happening. Um, and we, we, we both have our connections into different sides of, of everything. Um, and it's, it's been challenging because there have been numerous times where I've wanted to speak up on a few subjects. But I've also kept my tongue because I don't have the time to research everything. And there are those out there that are really good at researching stuff. My son is one of them. I mean, he knows more about a lot of what's going on than I do. You know, um, our aim has always been here on Java to bring you good content that you can sink your teeth into, either for personal growth or business growth. Um, and that's that's going to continue, obviously. Um, we've we've never gotten into the political or religious subjects because they're too heated and they're too emotionally charged. Mind you, um, business can get very much emotionally charged too. It does happen. Um, and they are affected by those other uh, subjects. But we know that there are plenty of ways to get through that without allowing that to affect what we're trying to get done. Um, exactly. It's the way I look at it, and I, I know you share the same sentiment, Mike, is this isn't the first time, it's not going to be the last time. And unfortunately, a, a lot of what we've seen and what's been going on is the same thing. As, as people often say, if you don't pay attention to history, you're doomed to repeat it. And a lot of the same cycles are, are happening again and again. Yeah. Um, but we won't spend too much time harping on that. That's just the way of the world. Um, and everybody has to find their own way, whether it's through, around, or over. Um, and that's, that's just what we do. That's what humans are programmed to do, is to overcome and succeed. Hopefully they're programmed to do that. Goodness, sometimes you and I see some mm, questionable well there's well there's there's going to be people of all types and personalities and all walks of life so Absolutely. there there's there are certain people that that's all they know that's their that's their core programming that's what they've been exposed to so that's all they know and that's fine that's their reality and there's nothing anybody can do to to shake them up their beliefs and good for them for standing by their convictions and holding steadfast to them that's fine if you find something to believe in that greatly and, and that's what you want to do all the more power to you but with that being said, let's talk about the business stuff and the personal stuff, because that's more of the fun. Yeah, like the business stuff that's going on with, uh, as, as of late, um, what we've been working on, um, we have a few we have a few things coming up, goodness. Um, we have an, uh, a tech app that we just got involved with, uh, probably about, I'd say about a quarter ago, yeah. that's been getting built up. Um, mm -hmm. And that has to do with, um, a company called QuickFit. Um, in fact, we just released the last um, episode before this was the CEO, Sarah Holzberg. Um, we are minor shareholders, like real minor shareholders in that, in that company, and we're supporting them. Um, that is, that's probably one of the coolest uses of AI and AR that yeah. I have seen today. Absolutely. I think it's just what the, what they've got and what we're helping them develop and what they're developing on their own, you know, because we, we kind of, as, as Mike said, we're, we're a majority stakeholder in the company and it's more of a brain trust than it is necessarily us going out and executing and, and doing all these things. But it's a, yeah. it's a brain trust advisory type role that we both take, um, bringing some of the best of what Mike and I know from our combined years of experience in marketing, business, life, 
all of those things to navigate the nimble waters and, and make sure that they're at the forefront. Because of course, tech is, is you have to be bleeding edge and trying to yeah. stay on that competitive edge is always a challenge. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of the stuff that we've learned in AI, um, the AR part was the part that really got my attention. Cause it's like, well, that's, that's cool. Augmented reality is definitely a, um, a still early adopter phase tech mm -hmm. at this point, even as much as like, you know, I've been to SEMA and CES and seen actual augmented reality. You put on the glasses and you do this kind of stuff with your hands and you get to see all kinds of cool stuff. Um, it's nice to see that it's finally evolving into a little more mainstream. And when we saw what these uh, youngsters had in mind, it was like, yeah, it just makes sense to support them. So, yeah. and I think, I believe the beta is slated to go on November 30th, the end of the yeah. month. Yep. Is when you're going to release the beta. Listen, guys, anything that we talk about today, we're going to be putting as links in the bottom. If you want to get in on any of this stuff, either, either as a, a consumer, an investor, or anything like that, hit the links that we put in or send us a DM and, and we'll be happy to talk with you. Um, that one is one when we release the beta, we'll probably put that link below so you guys can try it out. Um, we are going to be looking for beta testers. Uh, and then I think the actual launch party is on the 16th of December. Yep. Um, that will be in New York um, on Long Island in a town called Northport. <clears throat> um, tickets are still on sale. I believe they're going to sell it right up to um, capacity because the, the hall can only hold so many people. Um, so I, I would hurry up if I were you. <laughs> yeah. grab, grab tickets now before you, before you run out of time. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, if you're the New York metro or anywhere in the surrounding area and you want to see something cool and talk with just a, a bunch of people who are years ahead of, of where they should be. Um, yeah. defi definitely, I would go to the party, meet up, chat with them, see what they've got going on, um, and just network. You know, if you have the chance, it's a, it's a great idea. Yeah, there's going to be some um, there's going to be some neat things going on at the actual launch party, so you'll you'll want to attend. Plus, I mean, we as I understand it, there are people from the fashion industry that will also be there. So it's a it's an interesting cross between two seemingly unrelated industries. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yet, uh, the relevance of what they're bringing out uh, is set to shake it up seriously disrupt innovative kind of stuff yeah. um you can find their page quick fit on on facebook they're, they're sharing some stuff on there um another project that we're going to be working on um and this might be a little early he will the, the founder will be on java chat on the 10th of december he's we're recording he'll probably be on monday after that and the reason is is because for those of you that follow either Dan or myself, um, we, we've always been the guys that know how things are big brotherish. Um, even, even while it's big tech is a private company, they have agreements with the U S government, um, to sell them data. And it's just, it's a way for them to continuously make money. I mean, they've, they've got overhead and they've got shareholders to report to. So, yeah. Well, I have a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, not not to get too tinfoil hat about it, but yeah, there's there's definitely some security stuff. And if you've been in the marketing space or have spent any amount of time online over the past few years, going back to like 2017 with Ajit Pai trying to roll out a universal tracking for all of the internet, some of the things that some of the social media platforms are doing, some of the things that your search engines are doing, 
um, all of that and how all that behavior goes. Um, when our client is working, well, our future client is in the process of working on something really cool that if it involves your mobile device, that you will be able to be anonymized. So it's like duck, duck, go for mobile device. Yep. Right. Most, most everybody knows who that is now. Mm-hmm. It was interesting too, when I was talking with uh, the founder, and again, we'll discuss this on, on the show, um, in the realm of privacy, there's a lot of little niche companies. You know, they either do VPNs or passwords or, you know, uh, mobile security or stuff, that kind of stuff, but it's all just one piece. This guy decided to go and take it to the full platform. And it's it's pretty epic. Uh, and when the time comes, you guys will you'll hear all about it. We'll we'll make a full announcement via press release and all that kind of stuff. Um, some of the other stuff that we're we're doing, uh, dealing with AI, um, we are we we are definitely doing authority building now. Um, and, and I'm yeah. gonna kind of lean on you, Dan, for this one because sure, <clears throat> it's the difference between, to my basic knowledge, the difference between uh, on and off page and what we can do, right, uh, and and how well we can do it with the AI that we have. Yeah, exactly. So some of the AI that we're working with currently, um, we do off-page SEO with. So if you're not familiar with SEO, search engine optimization, if you don't know what that is, it's how to algorithmically and authoritatively show Google that you are the best viable choice for the thing you want to be found for. So whether it's tech, whether it's finance, whether it's selling shoes on Amazon, whatever, it's a way for you to give them exactly what they're looking for, give them the signals and the the sites and the the different pieces that they're looking for from a technology and a coding standpoint to say that, okay, you're you're probably the best fit for X, whatever X is for your industry. Um, And what our technology has been doing is helping them to either A, build up their website's existing authority, making them heard, known, and seen in the space, um, oftentimes cannibalizing competitors, or the other option is if they are a larger company and they're doing a startup and they want to go national, they're just interested in leads and sales and exposure, and that's all they, they're worried about. They don't really care for the search engine optimization piece. They just want to build the business out as fast as possible, as best as possible. Um, we have another system that we've built into the AI that allows us to get the get our AI to actually rank and show up for their keywords, their vertical, their niche. all all the things that fall in there and then redirect that traffic directly to their landing page, their opt-in form, their sales funnel, their webinar, their whatever, whatever their best point of conversion is, we can take that traffic and drive it, excuse me, directly to them. Um, So that's been a lot of fun. We've had, I mean, fantastic results with some of the clients we've been working with for it so far. Um, yeah. Some of our clients, one of them jumping 1,300 keywords in 90 days, um, for example, um, just off of some little things that we've done and, and tweaking some of the AI. Um, other clients that are showing up for an entire metropolitan area for real estate, um, for selling houses or, or buying people's homes because they're selling. Um, we've worked working with... Um, mindset coaches, relationship coaches, um, standard businesses, uh, affiliates, manufacturers, um, anybody with a SKU, 
for a product yeah. we've been working with as well, driving them traffic. That's an interesting one. It's been it's been extremely fun um, to kind of use the technology that we have at our fingertips and kind of do that. Um, and then some of the other stuff, the authority building is the AI for video for the authority building, which we've been playing with. So the idea behind this is take a concept, figure out all the stuff that goes into what it takes to show up on YouTube, because YouTube's a, a massive traffic source as oh, well, yeah. um, and, yeah. and they're owned by yeah, and they're owned by Google. So they're Google's little brother, what's called. Um, so they all play in the same sandbox. So the idea behind this is being able to do a similar version of that and put out um, marketing, advertising videos in mass, um, drip fed out over a period of time, of course, um, for different keywords, different verticals, different cities, um, all with content dynamically created, different tags, different uh, descriptions, all of that stuff already taken care of out of the box. Um, and basically pushing people to do the same thing, go to a landing page or an opt-in form or click to call or whatever it might be off of those videos. And we're, we're seeing some good success with it with a couple of small tests we're running now. By small tests, I mean 350 videos. Um, yeah, so- Is that all? Is that all? That's all, worth, that's all just 350? At the moment, I mean, we've got the, we've got the horsepower, not that we're quite using it yet. Um, to do upwards of like 50,000 videos a month at a yeah, we're, we're, we're still we're still working our way through our little test. We want to make sure that we get that one dialed in before we before we haul off on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before we start making a service offering, obviously, we want to make sure it's, yeah. it's working well and, and doing what it's supposed to be doing. Exactly. So. We've also picked up another AI that has to do with, um, with social management. Yeah. Um, not exactly a... Um, not exactly normally a huge money maker as far as the service is concerned, but the service itself, when it comes out, it's it's really cool what it can do. I mean, it's like a it's like a Hootsuite on roids because you can you can monitor in you can monitor what's going on, pull from that, turn it into to content, put it out to whatever platforms, and it's still in development. I mean, they've only got so far. The big five they haven't added in. The rest of them, like Pinterest and stuff like that, and Reddit will be in there eventually. Right. We've got two blogging platforms, which is WordPress and Medium. And I, I saw about four more that they're going to include. And then they've got all kinds of other stuff they're all working on right now. Yeah. It's a cool concept. We're an affiliate of theirs. <clears throat> they love dogs, which I totally am cool with because I love dogs too. Um, and the, the AI in and of itself is actually able to look into whatever content you might be investigating it can help suggest for hashtags, can help suggest for emojis, which is a big deal. Um, there's <clears throat> there's actual studies <clears throat> that show that people have a greater tendency to buy when there's an emoji present yeah. during calls to action. And I remember learning that from a kid um, by the name of Frank Salaf um, that I met years ago. This is before you and I met. Um, yeah. He was froth with emojis, and I didn't understand them. Um, and if it was because of him that I started understanding, oh, there's, you can do this with emojis. You can gain this. Right. With emojis. Um, till then it was just like, eh, they're just pictures. Old guy. Hello. Um, yeah. So we have that. Uh, and I, I, I know we're working on one more. Um, I'm not going to go dig into that one because we haven't even started testing it yet. Um, but when we do, um, the reason we're describing all of this is to share with you guys there are companies out there that are still 
they're still playing the old traditional game. And, and don't get me wrong, tried and true is, is fine. Tried and true is good. Having a team of people constantly working on your, your SEO matters, especially on an on-page. On-page yeah. is definitely something you want people. Um, you don't want to mess around with that. Um, you want people to actually know what they're doing uh, and get yourself a solid foundation. Yeah. That could get you to page one. Yeah, We're talking absolutely. about taking over a lot more than that. Yeah, exactly. And the reason why we don't offer a lot of times the on-page stuff is because, number one, we're not subject experts in that person's vertical. Yeah. That's the big one. That's the <laughs> huge one. Because a lot of SEOs, which is fine, some of them do this, some of them don't, they'll write content, but it's very broad content for the niche as a whole. It's not in-depth as to what that might be. So like um, going into like real estate or something like that and knowing how to do a subject too, or knowing how to do a short sale. Like that's something an SEO person is not going to know. They're going to have to do all the research. They're going to have to compile all the data, the keywords, the all of that stuff just to get the content right. And then chances are as a client, you're still not going to like it. Yeah. So we teach people how to use other AI that we use um, specifically to churn out like 2000 word blog posts in about 30 minutes once they get up to speed. Um, and it makes life real simple. They just go in, they do the thing that they know how to do, hit a couple buttons, proof it, check it, make sure it's on point and off it goes off to the yeah. races. And then we step in with our tools and then we amplify what they've already done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that AI. Uh. Yeah. That one. That one, um, yeah, we have a we have the ability to to reach out a lot more than previously, well, one than previously known because as we got to learn our own tools, we started looking at it, going, wait, it can do this too. Yeah, so and that was a big part because we had we had built the tool and I was doing some of the coding on it and understanding what I knew about how the program was being structured and went, this is how we're going to use it. And then as we started digging in and playing with it and trying out different methodologies, we came back and went, oh crap, there's more stuff here. There's a lot more that we can do. Um, so we've been learning that, tweaking it, building it out to where it's supposed to be um, and, and widening the spectrum of who we can help um, as opposed to how we were running it. Yeah, a lot, a lot more. Um, previously, we didn't really want to deal with startups um, only because they, they're most time, especially if they're not funded. A lot of times, the bootstrapping, um, they're not. And I don't understand this um, because I was in angel investing before, but bootstrap startups are very scarcity minded. Not all the time, but many times, they're very scarcity minded. The moment you present them with something of an investment, um, because it's four or five figures, depending on what you want to target, and it's a long game. It's a long game. It's not a short game. It's not paid ads. Yeah. Um, which we we also have AIs for that, but the long game is where we've chosen to play only because it makes more sense to get you out there long term, so that your paid ads, while you're optimizing that you're beginning to pull traffic organically from people that are already looking for you anyway. Exactly. The, the, way, I, the way I've always explained it, and you've heard me say this before when we've had calls and, and talking with clients, Mike, is that paid ads is great. It's like day trading. You get yeah. in, you, you yeah. put your funds in, you get your leads, you get out. Yep. And, and it's, you, <clears throat> but the thing is you have to keep paying for it. You gotta, every time you want another hit, you gotta throw money down. 
it's almost like the drug trade, but we won't get into that. <laughs> but it's it's very much if you want to keep this going, you can you can do it. And I've I've done ads for years. I've previously worked with Google um, at Microsoft, at Nielsen. I'm familiar with advertising and all that stuff. And it's a great it's a great model for a lot of people. Mutual funds is very much like SEO. Oh, so yeah. it's <clears throat> that, and that's how we play the game. So we go after the the little stocks. We you know we we target the entire market as a whole. But the idea is that some of those things are going to take longer to show up for. Some of those are going to be shorter. Mm -hmm. So somewhere between penny stocks and blue chip. So we play all of those at the same time and figure out which ones are working. And then as Google warms up to the idea of of how we're doing and what we're doing, um, and of course drip feeding Google what it wants over time. It helps to expand and, and ge you know geometrically grow for that person and, and continue to bring in traffic. We've got um, a few campaigns where we've got several hundred hits per page for clients, and they've got forty five hundred pages, ten thousand pages, couple excuse me, a couple hundred thousand pages, um, and they're just growing over time. You know, we go in, we check the stats, and things are just ripping right along. And the AI is just taking care of it because of how we've built the system. Yeah, we have, um, I just remembered, we have one of our our newest clients is in a niche that we never had ever considered talking to. I mean, no. I mean, we, we're, we're used to working in the financial realm because yeah. it's a service. We have a client that's an experience-based uh, business mm -hmm. where you actually go out and they take you out on the water and they show you a, they show you a certain type of water activity and you get to you get to enjoy that and, I, and the reason i'm not saying what the name of the business is is not because i don't want you guys to know who it is they'll be done there yeah. but here's, here's the point is we're looking to build their authority and in in their state and there are other representatives in their state <clears throat> the idea is going to be that he's going to become the authority and he's going to be able to take some of the traffic that wants to do that experience on other in other spots and hand them off to other people yeah, basically so, we're setting him up to become a, a referral network for other people yeah. that do the same water activity. Yeah, and eventually, it, the way we see this working so far is eventually he's going to be taking over pretty much the U.S. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's and it's just an experience. It's not even, I mean, he has equipment to sell too, but the baseline of what we're doing for him is expanding his authority for the experience part. And the experience makes him plenty as far as income is concerned. His investment with us is Jesus. I don't. I don't think we even broke past five percent of his normal budget. No, uh, with, with what he's getting away with right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and and I love him for it. I think. I think. I honestly am excited to see how far we can push him. Um, that got us into the door with another adventure kind of thing. Yeah, um, and. We just, we just started them uh, and their, their whole thing is a completely new type of export in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, how do you explain it? It's an adventure sport. Yeah, it's, it's best, definitely best. an adventure sport. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting for sure. Um, but it's, it's out I of mean, our realm of, out of our realm of, of expertise. And yet the AI has already figured out what Google wants. Yeah. And it's already it's already putting out content and it's already making Google take notice and it's kind of like we just look at it and go wow cool let how much can we pull yeah so we're in that stage yeah exactly and that's that's part of the cool thing about doing this is that 
the way that it's developed, because um, there's two components to this particular AI that we're talking about, the authority builder, is there is the content creation portion, and then there is the actual content distribution portion. So there are two separate platforms that are, they work together. Um, and basically what they do is you plug in whatever it is for the vertical, it goes and does all the research, figures it all out, pulls in relevant headers, images, videos, data, schema, blah, blah, blah. We can then put the client's information in, tweak a few things, Put in the cities and states we want to target and hit go and it'll go ahead and it'll create its own version of that content create multiple versions of that content and then we can take that and feed that into the content distribution platform and once we do that that goes out to a bunch of sites that are created specifically for that client specifically for their business um, and it just drip feeds pretty much every day uh, one put you know a couple posts or multiple posts a day for however long it takes um it just keeps going until we tell it to stop basically yeah um, yeah i think i think our ai is capable of about a year's worth of drip right now at least, at least. yeah okay yeah so we we're we're able to consistently create unique content for google to go another good one my yeah. my kick in the pants though was when we found out the damn thing goes back and corrects if google corrects yeah because <laughs> anybody that knows Google, fuckers ADD. I mean, it'll it'll change. You can fart in the wind, and all of a sudden the algorithms change. And I'm not talking the full like the full algorithm change. It's like now it's this keyword or this variation of this keyword, and screws everybody up. And all the SEO guys love it because it's it's job security for them. Right. For on page stuff, awesome, cool. Off page stuff, man, that's a hassle and a half. Yeah. And all right, ability, goes back and just changes it. I, 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 that blew my mind. Yeah, we have the ability where we have um, some tools that we've built in so that we can do dynamic changes on the website. So it's not that it's posted to the internet and that's it. That's the only version of that article that's going to go out. If we need to change the copy, change the headers, change the business name, whatever, all of those things could be changed. And then we can also change what page on the website we're helping to rank. Yep. And it changes the entire system at the push of a button. So if they take down that page for whatever reason, or they rename it or something, we can go ahead and just fire up the system and say, hey, did you see the change? What change? Oh, this change from this to this. And it goes, oh, cool. Click. And it just yeah. moves everything over yep. within like 15 seconds. Yeah, that blew my mind when we got that. So we, we were, we've been, we've been blessed with a couple of really great tools. Um, a few really great tools, honestly. Um, we're still testing a couple of them. Uh, but the ones that we have already, we're able to do a lot for the clients that we have. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we were, this year has actually proven to be interestingly challenging for us in the midst of all of this stuff that we're talking about. Um, only because there were a couple of, there are a couple of um, pseudo partnerships, if you will. Hiccups. But yeah, there you go. That'll work. There are a um, few, hi few hiccups. A few hiccups that, that, caused a uh, caused a little bit of an uh, allergic reaction <laughs> that's fine it's fine it's it's part of doing business it was you know there's, there's was, nothing you can do about it they were they were learning experiences for sure yeah um every business faces them and the reason i bring this up is again this is part of the this is part of the whole you know when you're an entrepreneur all this wonderful stuff that you're hearing sounds great it's awesome good good for you grad yeah yeah we do yeah. a couple of hits this year, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There was a, uh, there were a couple of sucker punches in there. There were. Right? Yeah. There's the flying out from the back left, and we didn't see him coming. Um, Which is and every, funny. And it was and it was during it was during a great party that everybody was having a good time. Uh, yeah. It, it's 
th these things happen. And, and I, I bring this up only to, to remind everybody that all of our listeners, you can be having great revenue. You can be having great sales flow, great market flow, great operations, purely wonderful logistics. Somewhere in there, a fucking monkey wrench gets in and all of a sudden everything's a mess. Yeah. It but happens. For but for us, the best part about that was is that it gave us the opportunity to learn, to reposition what we were doing. And now we have more clients. We have better clients. Better. And we have, people, and we have people that are ecstatic to work with us because, yeah. of how, because of how we've changed how we were doing what we do. And that's yeah. part of being an entrepreneur, as I'm sure if you guys are listening know, if you have friends who do it, if you do it yourselves, you know that it's a constantly shifting landscape, but there's always something to be learned from anything. Yeah. Um, the only thing is you have to be open and receptive to learning that lesson. Yeah. And, and you, you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to step into it too. Um, a friend of mine, um, when I was, before I came back in full time, um, I had explained to him some of the things that were going on and he says, well, and this was, this was somebody who was a superior in a, in a, in a job that I was running at the time. Uh, it was, it was a hybrid deal. It was consultant and employee, which was really odd. Hey, I got paid twice. I'm not mad. Um, <laughs> It's literally as I, as I walked up to him, he looked at me and he goes, so I hear this is going on right now. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm, I, I, the company needs me. And he goes, lean into it, man. It's all good. And he, he didn't like seeing me leave, but he understood what I was dealing with and, and, and the need, you know, when you're, when you're, Dan and I are basically the linchpins of, of what we're doing. Yeah. Dan's the technical linchpin. I'm the business linchpin. Um, the other partners are uh, supplementary supports, mind you, amazing supplementary supports, uh, organization sales and other marketing and, and operations and stuff like that. Yeah, um, project management. That twice. Project management, absolutely. Um, they're very much needed too. When it comes down to the tech, a lot of that falls back on Dan. A lot of the other stuff falls out, falls on me. Yeah. So it was necessary for me to step out from where I was to come back here. Um, and then like, like we mentioned, there were some lessons. Yeah. Um, they were not easy. Uh, there were some nights where I had to ask Dan to prop me up. Yeah. And, and, and we, we had calls till two, three in the morning, you know, yeah. chat, chatting about whatever it was and, you know, okay, how do we do this? How do we pivot? Yes. We're, you know, we're pissed, we're upset, we're whatever, but, <laughs> but okay. Now that we've learned this lesson, now that we've gone through this process, what can we take away from it? How can we improve what we know we have? Like we, we know we have something good. Um, and how do we amplify that? How do we reach out to the right people? How do we have those conversations learning what we've learned about our own products and at the same time learned about ourselves through going through some of these processes? And, you know, Mike and I become tighter knit every time we, we have one of these because it's one of those things where you, you have a partner to lean on. You have a partner to bounce these ideas off of and, and have that conversation. Like, okay, cool. This happened. Yeah, it sucks. Now what? You know, yeah. it's that, okay, yeah. next step, you yeah. know, because you, in, in doing entrepreneurship or anything else like that, you can't slow down. So it was a, it was a pivot. It was an adjustment. It took a little while to get, get the P's and Q's lined up and, and put the bolts back on, but we got the cannon firing the way we wanted to. And now we've got a bunch of clients coming to us. They're happy. We're happy. Um, everybody across the board is enjoying, you know, being a client, which I'm, ecstatic about and so are they from some of the calls we've had oh yeah um, yeah we're we, fine and, and the, the one the one goal that that i wanted and is finally going to happen is we're actually going to start working internationally for one of our clients yeah 
which was like a bit of a surprise um, when that when the subject came up because and, and this goes back to us learning about ourselves you know sometimes we forget we have a tendency to limit ourselves because we're afraid of what's beyond the border whatever that border is um, there's a difference between borders and boundaries you guys Boundaries are what you set in order to be able to keep yourself protected. Borders are just places meant for you to cross over so you can see something new. Yeah. And that's and that's exactly what we got. We got this this latest venture is going to take us international. Like again, can't say where yet because we're not we're not in all the way. But yeah. I can tell you this: it's going to be a blast. Yeah. I, I'm I'm more excited now about going international than I've ever been in my life. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a cool thing. Yeah, this is really cool. This is well, and and plus the the uh, the the founder um, is aligned with a lot of our values, um, which is which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and when you guys start hearing more about it, you're going to understand why. Um, yeah. Just know there's some really cool shit coming down the pipeline for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, after the conversations we've had with with them and you know, some of the email correspondences we've had back and forth. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and that's what, you know, everybody has always talks about this in businesses, do stuff that you're going to have fun. Yeah, because the moment you're no longer having fun, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. And that's something one of our mutual friends says or, or has been saying a lot lately. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're not in your sandbox playing with your crayons the way that you want to play with them, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's, I know it's, I know who that is. <laughs> yep, I, know you, I know you do. I know exactly who that is. Hey, you yep. know, um, I believe you guys are developing something around that too. Um, we are. We okay. Are. You want to talk a little bit about that without letting the cat out the bag or? Um, yeah. So for the purposes of cats and bags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So for the purposes of, of cats and bags and for right now, keeping them in the bag. Um, I'm in the process of, of helping a mutual friend of, of ours to develop a first-of-its-kind community platform that is gamifying a version of the health and self-help industry. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So, Ooh. That, yes. And the way we're that setting up... That sounds exciting as F. It is. So the cool part is, is that, that the way we're setting it up is that'll be the... The machine of it is the the website and the the app and and all that stuff so there'll be achievements and unlocks but it's all based on what you do so what path you wind up taking inside of that game that we're building is entirely dependent on your actions as a user um, so that's one part of it the other part of it is we're setting up a digital treasure hunt around the internet nice so there'll be uh various clues blog posts websites social media posts that all tie together as part of a much much larger game oh my um, gosh that's gonna be insane so that'll take them into the idea of playing the game and then eventually if they've done enough toying with the idea eventually based on what they're doing around the rest of the internet the game will unlock itself and invite them in nice yeah that ought to be so, huge so it's the game system is invite only and based oh, yeah. on how you're interacting with it, it will determine whether or not you're ready to play the game. <laughs> now that see, now that's cool. That's an artistic way of actually getting somebody to really either ready themselves or move them into it if they are ready. Um, yeah. And this and this this leads me to believe that those we think will get in won't; those we don't will. Yeah. 
and that's the point. And we're going to find out exactly who um, once we get it all set up. That's going to get it is. It's a massive undertaking, but it's something we're having a lot of fun with. Um, Excuse me. So we're kind of still in the formative development stages of getting tech in place and stuff like that. And for anybody that's dealt with tech or, or understands what goes into what I've just described, your brain is probably going, oh, crap, that's a lot of tech. There's a, but, there's a ton of MarTech and there's a ton of coding that goes with all of that shit. I, I know that much. Exactly. But to, to boil it down for my friend that I'm helping to build this, he wants to be able to, like I said before, play with his crayons and stay in a sandbox and do what he does well. And what he does extremely well is storytelling. Yeah, he does. He's so, very good at storytelling. Yeah. So what I've done is we've we've had a couple of calls and we've been talking through some of the processes and he's been asking questions and I said no this is this is the part of the story that allows them to do this based on what you tell them to do or this activates this within the story so we're we're setting it up as a an online role playing game so to speak oh. in in the way of an MMORPG for self growth that is insane yep there's there's a lot of cool stuff that we're we're developing on the back end that I definitely can't talk about yet that's that's super cats and bags that's that's let's let's leave it at that because you go any further and you're going to start upsetting some of the gurus and coaches oh that's fine out there yeah well i mean it's just going to put them on notice to hurry the fuck up um because once yours comes out by the way you've described it it's a it's a choose your own adventure kind of thing is what it sounds like and if that's the case you don't need a coach anymore yep and the cool part is, is that it's not just the site, it's the rest of the internet. Yeah, it's 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 like an IoT kind of deal, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, so that's really cool. So like a blog post will get set up, that'll get sent over social. Um, a few of the entities or characters in the game will have their own socials and they'll start talking to and arguing with each other. Oh my god. Um, and, and doing all sorts of stuff. And we're, and we're figuring out all this and how this is going to play out. But there are avatars or characters in the game. Oh, if, you're familiar with, if you're familiar with gaming stuff, NPCs, non-playable oh, characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all these different entities. Um, and then those become kind of your guides later on inside the game um, to the point where they are sending you emails, text messages, personal really? messages on the site. Yeah. So it'll it'll That's text nice. you and, and, and say, hey... Um, you know, this part of your journey is available. Are you ready to take the plunge and and stuff like that? And it'll come from that that person. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, but it's it's a blending of marketing, gaming, storytelling, and self development on your own quest to that's, better yourself. That's going to be insanely huge. I I can see that blowing up real well. Yeah, so we're, we're having a lot of fun putting it together. Um, like I said, it's still in formative stages. We're still testing and putting the storylines together for everybody so that they all play nice. Um, yeah, got to have that. So, got to have that. What's, um, I'm going what's, what's been the biggest lesson you've taken this year so far? Because we're, we're already at the end of the year. So let's take a couple seconds to reflect and then we'll sign off. Sure. So the biggest one is everything that I'm experiencing is due to my own behavior. So if I don't like what I'm experiencing, I have to change the way I'm thinking, the way I'm feeling, the way I'm doing, so that I can be and have. And if you put be and have together, that's behave. That's behavior. Yeah. But it all starts back at the thinking step. So find, you know, sitting down and having those discussions of what's going on upstairs, 
what do I not like in my experience? And what do I have to change upstairs in order to think that and have that become reality? And I'm not talking about manifesting or the secret or any of that other stuff. I'm not interested in that. It's, a, it's an internal discovery. It's an internal quest. Um, but doing a lot of that has helped me to become a better version of myself, um, you know, month over month, week over week, day over day, even sometimes. Um, and being better suited for <clears throat> my friends, my family, my partners, my clients, everybody. Um, and just being more in tune, more in depth, um, and being 100% present and who I'm supposed to be. There's a book that is a very good example of what you're talking about. And it's, it's pre all of those other things that you mentioned that everybody talks about law of attraction, all that stuff. This is, it's a book called as a man thinketh yeah. old book. Um, very much so based around the fact that what you think is, is real is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you, you can get every cliche you want, including Ford's, you know, if you think you're right or you're wrong, you're right, no matter what. Or if you, oh, what is it? If you think you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. Um, it, it's the same thing no matter what. And then I had pretty much the same thing. And I started going back to listening to um, binaural beats and subliminal programming at night. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this one on the table that this latest um, out of the blue opportunity that this new client that we got. I've only been doing this for about two weeks. I haven't even yeah. hit 21 days yet. Yeah. 21 days is supposed to be the beginning of the actual shift. Apparently my subconscious is able to shift a little faster than I thought. Yeah. Cause there's about three more behind that. Yeah. And that's, which is a great thing, but that's also part of the, the thing everybody says is it takes three weeks or 21 yeah. days to form a new habit. Uh, yeah. It's, I think the, the scientific average is, I, I, I want to say 66. I'm probably wrong, but I believe it's 66 days is the longest. Mm-hmm. 33, 34 is the mid. Yeah. And the 21 is the earliest. Yep. Um, and, and it has to be done daily. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're an advocate of, you know, rest, good sleep, at least six hours, um, I mean, unless you're conditioned to sleep less, like some of, some of the high, high performance people that, that both Dan and I know, I mean, yeah. we know guys that sleep three hours and yeah. they're up and they're, they're cracking at it long before we are. I I've got friends, we have a friend that gets up at three o'clock every morning just to go to the gym. Yeah. And then he goes back home, sits down, reads a book and hangs out for a minute. Then actually, then his actual work, work day begins. Yeah. He's in bed by nine. I mean, like that's six hours. That's it. That's all he's getting. And he's, and he's very well known in his industry and he's in tech, um, tech and blockchain man's well known in his realm. Um, in fact, we might be doing something with him soon too. Now that he's getting back to his normal health, he was, he was down for, I think I told you he was in a coma for a while. Yeah. I remember that. Um, COVID survivor. Um, And and at his age, he's, he's in his mid fifties or late fifties, I think. Um, we were, we, we all had a little scare there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so there's that too, but it's that time of year, you guys, you know, take stock, take a look at what's gone down, take a look at what's going on, um, keep things in mind presently. Yeah. Go 
don't don't mull over the past. You know, take a look at what happened and reflect on it, learn from it. Take what take what you have today, plan it for tomorrow. Don't worry about it, just plan for it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, same sign off as always. I'll sign off the same so you guys can recognize this one. We really thank you guys for taking the time, making the time to come and listen to Dan and I have a little chat. Um, we definitely wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And if you've listened to this whole thing, when I told you to go spend time with your family and friends and your dog, shame on you. Anyway, um, <laughs> or listen to it again tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, thanks for making the time, taking the time to come and hang out with this. Uh, if you think this has any value to anybody, share it out. Send them the link. Let them listen to it. Let them watch it on YouTube. If that's the case, if you are on YouTube, don't forget there's that subscribe button and the bell. If you're listening to it on podcasts, uh, you can be a listener supporter on Anchor. We'd love to have you as that. Um, we are we are considering some things with regards to uh, hosting on different platforms. We're not there yet, uh, but but we're looking at a couple of things that might be fun. Uh, anywhere else. Download, subscribe, leave us a review if you would, especially if you're on Apple and you're hearing this, drop us a review. Uh, we could use it. Uh, no matter what you do, you know, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you, you, brother. Always. All right, stay up, stay safe, stay healthy, and live for myself, Coffee with Mike. Dan, ciao for now. For more information on Java Chat, visit www.javachatpodcast.com. You've been listening to Coffee with Mike on Java Chat. Tune in weekly to this podcast for the next episode. You can also download or subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. A production of Oasis Media Group, LLC. Located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.